Jake, I'm getting worried. My house hunt's taking longer than expected. We've made so many offers and keep losing out. You could really use the JAG Advantage. What's the JAG Advantage? The Jim Allen Group, number one real estate team in the state since 1996 with the largest inventory of home sites in the Triangle, 11,000. And they rep more than 65 communities. The Jim Allen Group? Oh, I get it. The JAG Advantage. Score with the Jim Allen Group at thejagadvantage.com. Equal housing opportunity. Law enforcement says a state trooper passed out on the job from heat exhaustion. I'm talking to witnesses who saw how it happened. Hello, can anybody hear me? Plus how one of those witnesses used the trooper's own radio to call for help. A UNC Chapel Hill student was killed in a car crash here Friday night. What his friends and coaches say about who he was and his impact mentoring younger men. Severe weather, chances, and dangerous heat. Two reasons why today is a WRAL weather alert day. We have the threat of damaging wind gusts and large hail. See the hours and areas most at risk. Right now at 7 o'clock, the skies are clearing after the WREO storm tracker was able to capture this. This is in Goldsboro in the last 45 minutes. You can see right there the water clearly hitting the windshield pretty hard. Good evening. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chris Lovingood. And I'm Ashley Rowe. We are still in a WREL weather alert day for storms and heat across our area. Meteorologist Kat Campbell is in the WREL Severe Weather Center with who can expect to see those storms tonight, Kat. And our eastern counties have really been the area where we've seen most of this activity, and that's where the threat has materialized in the northeastern part of our viewing area, where we did have some reports of trees down earlier and even some power outages. Still some thunderstorms moving through parts of Northampton County at this hour. We've got some showers pushing through Nash County, not anything in terms of lightning. And another feature that I'm watching is this line that's moving through eastern Wake County. This is what we call an outflow boundary, and it acts like a little cold front. It sometimes helps to spark some new development. So we'll keep an eye on that feature so far. Haven't seen that materialize though. Zooming in on some of the thunderstorms that we're watching still. We saw some intense storms around Scotland Neck earlier. Now it's right along the North Carolina Virginia line that we have some lingering storms and that area Northampton County Mecklenburg County remain under a severe thunderstorm watch until 10 o'clock. But brand new in the last 10 minutes, most of the North Carolina coast has been dropped out of the severe thunderstorm watch. The other big story today, the heat, a heat advisory in effect for one more hour and tomorrow with heat index values likely to be in the triple digits again. The southern part of our viewing area will be under a heat advisory again for July 4th. I'll have a closer look at July 4th storm chances coming up. Okay, Kat, thank you. A state trooper is recovering from heat exhaustion tonight. Hello, can anybody hear me? Got an emergency on a state trooper on a bike. 325, go ahead. Over here, I think he's down from heat exhaustion. He's in the parking lot right now at the Full Boys General Store. Now, that's the moment a witness used the trooper's own radio to call for help, and they did that because they say calls to 911 did not go through. WRL's Brett Neese is live in Nightdale where this happened. So, Brett, give us a little more detail on this scary situation. Yeah, Chris and Ashley, this is Poor Boys General Store. Officials tell me this is where that trooper passed out in the parking lot from that heat exhaustion. That's when witnesses stepped in to do what they could to help. Just after 11 a.m. on what became a 90-plus degree day, this scene played out in front of Poor Boys General Store 
in Nightdale. I just walked out um, front from inside the store and I seen a trooper laying on the ground here. And David Holden was working inside when a trooper pulled into the parking lot on his highway patrol motorcycle. Witnesses say he parked, fell off it, and passed out. First thing I thought of was maybe, you know, heat exhaustion because it is hot. He was, he had a lot of gear on, bulletproof vest and, you know, like a jacket and long sleeve shirt. I mean, he was fully clothed. The Highway Patrol says that's exactly what caused this. An ambulance rushed that trooper to the hospital where he is in good condition. But witnesses say getting the Highway Patrolman the help he needed wasn't easy. I was trying to make sure if someone called the 911. We had a couple workers inside. They tried to call 911. They tried two to three times and nobody picked up. That's when one man used the unresponsive trooper's own radio for help. I want to get him straightened out now, but he just needs some help. We tried to call 911. He can't get anybody. So we reached out to the Wake 911 Dispatch Center about those 911 calls. They tell me that they received two calls just after 11 a.m. this morning. One of the callers hung up. The other one was answered by a dispatcher and they sent help out immediately, but they are reviewing this entire situation. Chris, I'll stay on top of that part of the story and keep you updated. The good news tonight, that trooper is gonna be okay. Certainly glad for that. Just another example of people who work out in this type of weather. And of course, it's good to know that he's doing better. Brittany's live in Raleigh. Thanks, Brett. In Cumberland County, there are over a dozen places available for people to stay cool for free. The Social Services Department, the Health Department, both rec centers and all eight public libraries serve as cooling stations. Only the rec centers will be open tomorrow. The county's emergency management says something as simple as getting inside or drinking water can be life-saving. If there's any citizen that cannot get out of the heat, does not have AC, or anything like that, that they can go to one of these places and get out of the elements. You can find the exact addresses of the cooling stations on the Cumberland County website. And as you're enjoying cookouts and Independence Day celebrations, be sure to stay connected with the WRAL weather app. You'll receive alerts for any heat warnings and any severe weather wherever you are. I'm Mark Boyle in the WRAL Live Center. New right now at 7 o'clock. Thousands of people living in Selma under a boil water notice from now for the next 24 hours after a water main rupture. Here's the statement just released from the town here to WRAL. Reads apart all Selma residents now under a boil water notice for 24 hours. Please use bottled or boiled water for drinking and to prepare and cook food. When using boiled water, boil water for at least one minute. All of this is mentioned from a broken water main, a ruptured water main. They are fixing and making those repairs to. We'll keep you updated as the impacts here are expected to continue for several hours. Keeping in mind when you can't use water, you can't cook and you are going to have issues with restaurants as well there this evening. We're following this story and the impacts to those who live in Selma Johnston County tonight at 10. All right. Thank you, Mark. A 67 year old man was killed when investigators say two dogs attacked him at his daughter's home in Johnston County. The sheriff's office says Anthony Bastardi was mauled to death outside this home on Ellsone Court. He was reportedly there to check on the dogs while his daughter and her family were out of town. Authorities said the dog's breeds were a bull terrier and a cane corso. A Wilson's Mills police officer shot and killed the dogs and several neighbors told WREL the dogs never appeared aggressive when in the neighborhood. This is George Hill. He was going to be a senior at UNC Chapel Hill next year and had dreams of attending medical school. The 21-year-old junior varsity basketball player was killed in a car crash in Durham Friday night. WRAL's Monica Casey spoke with his former coach and his girlfriend about the work he did mentoring young people. 
George Hill died at this intersection of NC Highway 751 and NC 54 Friday night. Those who know him tell me he enjoyed and embraced life, and this is a tragedy. Just before 845 Friday night, the driver of the car George Hill was riding in tried to make a left turn from NC 54 onto NC Highway 751. It collided with a Jeep and Hill died. He exuded confidence, he exuded energy. Uh, he exuded love. Hill's former coach at Wakefield High School, Trent Wilson Sr., tells me he's in shock. Spiritual man, it's one of those questions where you say, wow, you know, I know you don't make mistakes, God, but who? Took a good one. This, this young man, I promise, uh, he was uh, he was a light everywhere he went. Wilson says Hill made a difference on his high school team and in the lives of current students coming back to the school to help out. When you coach kids and you're involved with kids, they they become almost like another child to you anyway. So, and George definitely was that young man. He was going to be helping us and. In a couple of weeks, we have our, our basketball camp that he was going to be. He was like, I'll be there for the camp to help the kids out. Another lasting connection to his high school was Hill's longtime girlfriend, Nina Cherry. He was really funny. He could always make me laugh no matter how upset I was. She tells me he excelled on the court and in the classroom. He worked really hard and um, he went to Chapel Hill and excelled at Chapel Hill. And um, he recently this summer was in an MED program, which is basically like the first nine weeks of med school. The driver of the car Hill was in was not injured. The driver of the other car was treated on scene for minor injuries. Monica Casey, WRL News in Durham. He seemed like a real young leader. Our condolences to his family. Durham police tell WRL no one has been charged in this crash. It's still under investigation. Former Apex councilman dropped his alienation lawsuit against NC House Speaker Tim Moore. This is coming from one of Scott Lassiter's attorneys. His lawyers say this means as of today, Moore no longer faces legal allegations of destroying Lassiter and his wife Jamie's marriage or trading sex for political favor. Along with his accusations about the affair, Scott Lassiter's 22-page lawsuit contained explosive allegations, and that includes claiming Moore engaged in group sex acts for a political favor. Jamie Lassiter is a state employee whose salary increased by 50% during the affair, which they say started in 2019. We think the Speaker of the House wants to run for Congress next year in 2024. I think that's a lot more difficult now, uh, but stranger things have happened. Lassiter was seeking damages from Moore and another unidentified man. That second person is whom Lassiter said conspired with Moore by installing cameras at the couple's home in Cary. North Carolina is one of only six states that allows jilted spouses to sue someone for interfering in their marriage. The Raleigh Police Department is mourning the loss of a canine officer. The department announced the loss of Petey on social media, saying he died of natural causes. His handler was by his side. In 2022, Petey was awarded the United States Police Canine Association's Patrol Case of the Quarter for tracking down an armed robbery suspect. He worked with the department for seven years. During the summer, getting in the water, it can be fun, right? But things can turn tragic and quickly. After the break, we hear from a nine-year-old boy who helped save another child's life thanks to his quick actions. Plus, WREL is still pushing for answers from Carowinds because of this video, the one showing part of a roller coaster track separating from the beams holding it up. In just a bit, hear what we're learning about a safety inspection today.
A fire that started in an empty home damaged four houses in Morrisville. Fortunately, no one was hurt. WRAL's breaking news tracker was on the scene. A few of the homes have significant damage, with the roof of at least one of them caved in and the siding of a neighboring home charred. Officials say it spread so far because no one was in the home when it started. It took 36 firefighters from Morrisville and Cary to put it out. They were actually still monitoring hotspots two hours after that fire began. No word on what caused the fire. Thankfully, no one was home. We are still working to learn the name of the Sanford man who gave his life trying to save children in the water at Fort Fisher. It happened Saturday afternoon in the state recreation area. Officials say the 58-year-old man went into the water after the children but drowned in the process. Investigators say more than 50 water rescues happened at Fort Fisher the same day. And we'll talk about the weekend rip current rescues in just a bit. State inspectors are on site at Carowinds today to look into this damaged roller coaster support beam. Do you see that crack there where it's highlighted? The Charlotte Area Amusement Park shut down the Fury 325 coaster after a visitor took a video of a cracked beam. The amusement park says there is no update today on this. You can see the beam swaying and crack come further apart as a speeding coaster car comes by. Summer fun in the water builds great family memories, but this past weekend in Spring Lake, it almost turned tragic. Michael and Kelly McDevitt brought their two children to see their grandmother and enjoy some swimming. Well, that's when their nine-year-old son noticed a three-year-old girl in danger of drowning. She was trying to get a toy that sank a few feet to the bottom, but she wasn't wearing something to keep her afloat, and she struggled. But Ryan McDevitt, that nine-year-old, didn't hesitate to come to the rescue. Somebody yelled, grab her, and I, I grabbed her, and then my friend's mom jumped in and picked her up and then laid her on the ground. Now the young girl was revived and taken to a hospital for overnight care. Ryan's parents said they couldn't be more proud of their son's quick response to help save the three-year-old girl's life. And that was incredibly brave of you to do that, Yes, Ryan. bravo, Ryan. For the last few hours, families across the Triangle have been turning out for 4th of July holiday events. And it comes, as we have seen, near triple-digit heat and the potential for storms on this WREO weather alert day. We've got Keenan Willard at Morrisville's event where families there are sharing how they're celebrating right now. Keenan, you look like you're pretty cool. You got a polo one today. Chris, the party is on in Morrisville. All it took was the sun going down a little bit here to bring out thousands of people. Check it out. we got the food vendors, all the games, uh, prizes for kids, the stage, the main stage down there at the end of the end of the street is rocking and rolling. And this all came after a pretty hot start to the event and probably not the one that organizers were hoping for. My WRL weather uh, app showed a feels like temperature of just about 100 degrees when this kicked off around 4 o'clock. But in the last couple hours, all of those weather conditions we were monitoring out here, organizers taking a look at the radar, making sure storms weren't going to disrupt this. It has really cooled off and allowed people to come out and start enjoying this uh, in, in droves, as you can see here. Uh, this is going to run until 9.15 tonight, capping off with fireworks displays. Now, we have been watching for weather throughout the day. It hasn't come to fruition, but the most pressing concern that was there was the heat. Again, near triple digits with the feels-like temperatures. We saw a lot of families sticking to the shade early on, wearing extra sun protection. I spoke with organizers who said they were trying to, before people showed up, communicate that you need to stay hydrated, you need to wear extra protection here. And then we also spoke with families about what they were doing, especially with small children, to make them uh, be able to celebrate safe today. We just told them you should not run away from us. Just hold your hands wherever you want. If you want something, ask us. Don't just go by yourself and find something new. 
Yeah, that dad said it was more important than ever, especially with the possibility of heat exhaustion for young kids, for parents not to let their children out of their sight here today. As it's cooled off out here, we're just getting excited now for the fireworks coming in about two hours here. We're going to have a full wrap-up of all of the day's events tonight on uh, WRL at 10 and 11. Chris? Sure, it's going to be fun. But, Keena, I'm going to check your social media. I want to see at least one thing, one bit of food that you got out there because you got a lot <laughs> of options, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, Keenan World Live. All right, and so we're going to take a live look right now at Carolina Beach and the water. I mean, you look at that, you think of the day that we're having. It mm -hmm. couldn't be more enticing. But the thing is, it's important to stay safe. Yeah, over the weekend, there were nearly 200 water rescues at various beaches along the North Carolina coast. WRAL meteorologists noted another 90 reported just today. Carolina Beach had the most with 70. Wrightsville Beach reported 18. Cure Beach reported Two, I know, Kat, you have been monitoring this because not all of these uh, rescues happened where there were red flags. Right. A lot of those rescues, 70 of them at Carolina Beach, for example, happened where there was a moderate risk for rip currents today. So please, folks, if you're headed to the coast, even if the red flags aren't flying, you really need to keep an eye out on each other, on your family, on your kids and the adults as well. This is not just an issue with kids. Unfortunately, we did have one drowning yesterday at the North Carolina coast. The moderate risk for rip currents, many of our southern beaches and northernmost beaches. It's kind of the central zone where we had the high risk today. Emerald Isle, Atlantic Beach, just to name a few of these. And tomorrow, we're likely to see pretty much the exact same risk area that we saw today. So please, folks, be careful if you've got family and friends at the beach. It doesn't hurt to send them a text message. Check in on them. Just make sure that they know about that threat, especially since there were over 100 yesterday and 90 today. The dual Doppler 5000 radar showing some of the rain at the northern beaches that we're seeing right now. Parts of the Outer Banks seeing some rain and storms. We're seeing the bulk of these storms push east of our viewing area, but there is a storm that we are tracking. Heading east, it'll be uh, closer to Rocky Mount here in the next 15 to 30 minutes, and we've got a shower in northern Chatham County. We still haven't seen anything develop around Wake County from this outflow boundary here, which is good news for those who want to watch some fireworks, but we're going to keep an eye on it because sometimes those will spark some additional storms. Today, we had a level two and three threat for severe weather. The threat did materialize in our northeastern counties where there was damage and trees down from earlier storms. Tomorrow, that threat goes down a bit. It's a level one threat, a low chance of a severe storm, and the storm shouldn't be as widespread. Certainly good news for July 4th. It's about a 30 percent chance of a storm. So I can't promise that you won't see a storm tomorrow, but there's just not going to be as many on the radar during the afternoon. 8 a.m. It's quiet. We are going to wake up to some clouds early on More sunshine midday into the afternoon. But by two o'clock notice, you've got a couple of these little small cells that pop up. Nothing widespread expected a bit later in the afternoon and evening. That would be the best chance of storms. And we're seeing this time after time with each new model run that comes in. Really, the best chance may end up being toward the South Carolina line tomorrow and in our southern counties where we may have the best chance of a storm. We'll keep you up to date throughout the day on WRAL. So just check in with us before you head out to any outdoor plans and you can bring the WRAL weather app with you. It is your best tool this summer. No matter where you are, if you've got outdoor plans, you can check in on the dual Doppler 5000 radar. But later tomorrow night, things quiet down. So your fireworks forecast, I really think should overall be in okay shape. 90 degrees though at 7 o'clock, 80 even by 11 o'clock. It's going to be a steam day out there again tomorrow. Another heat advisory in our southern counties. Meteorologist Mike Mays will show that to you tonight at 10 and 11. 
95 degrees. That's our forecast high tomorrow, but it may feel more like 100 to 105 in some areas. We stay in the 90s for the foreseeable future, and it stays pretty humid as well. Storm chances tomorrow, 30%. They go up a little bit as we head toward the middle and end of the week. Ashley and Chris. Oof, uh, that, that heat <laughs> the humidity. I mean, that's worse than these temperatures, if you ask me. We had dew points in the mid-70s today. Yeah. That's top of the charts. Thanks, Kat. The intense heat is tough enough on people. We've been telling you about that all day long and can also be pretty bad for animals. Well, we're not even just talking about your pets, right? We're talking about yep. farm animals struggling, mm -hmm. too. Up next, how hot temperatures affect those animals. Get this. Tonight's boom will be bigger and brighter than any other full moon that we've seen this year. So look up. The Buck Supermoon will be about 14,000 miles closer to Earth than a normal full moon. This is file video from a previous supermoon. If the weather stays clear, you can see tonight's moon at its peak illumination by looking to the southeast just after the sun sets. Well, we've been talking about the dangerous heat all day long. You know, that trooper passed out yeah. in, in, a, in a gas station parking lot. Temperature outside taking a toll on people, pets, livestock as well. Yeah, here's the deal. It can be especially hard on the state's dairy cows. The industry generates more than $10 billion every year in our state. When the temperature rises, farmers have to make sure their cows have access to shade, plenty of water, minerals, and more. Without the shade, the cows can overheat, lose calves, and disease can be harder to detect. Myrtle Beach is at the top of Travel and Leisure Magazine's list of best beaches for the 4th of July. The magazine cited Myrtle Beach's fireworks and annual golf cart parade as must-see activities for the holiday. It also notes the area's 60 miles of shoreline and more than 2,000 restaurants. A couple other mid-Atlantic beaches also made the list, Virginia Beach and Ocean City, Maryland. And while we humans enjoy a good fireworks show, look no further than my house. Pets do not. Yeah, they kind of run away during the 4th of July holiday than any other time of the year. The SBCA of Wake County says the best way to keep them safe, keep them indoors. Make sure they're wearing a collar with an ID tag. And you can also turn on the TV or radio to buffer the noise. If your pet does get out, file a report immediately. All right, it's the classic cookout debate. Hot dogs versus hamburgers. Hmm, some of it uh, call the some people call it the battle of the bun. Instacart says there are some regional trends for what Americans will celebrate with their 4th of July cookouts. They looked at where Americans buy the most buns as an indicator. So get this, Instacart says 30 states buy hot dogs and buns the most. Can you see on this map North Carolina? Yes, we are a hot dog state. <laughs> Hamburger's the right answer. <laughs> we'll be back at uh, 10 o'clock on Fox 50. We'll see you then. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.